Welcome to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bond. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Bond. Hello and welcome, Empire Builders. I'm your host, Kimberly Bonner, and this is the new Business Scale Insights FM AM radio show. And I'm so excited to welcome all the new and older listeners. This is a show that's all about helping entrepreneurs and small business owners move from startup to scale up. And I'm so ecstatic and elated today to have with me Ty Young of the Ty Young Media Group. Ty, you can say hello to the audience real quick. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Kimberly. Uh-huh. I'm really excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. Um, those of you who've been following the show really closely, for the past few episodes, I've been talking about high-impact entrepreneurship and really what that entails. And then I left you all in the previous episode talking about the different stages of a business, moving from launch to build to running and finally renewing and reinventing it. That's a framework that I got from the World Economic Forum report in 2014, and I like it. And I think this is a wonderful opportunity for me and Ty to kind of dig deep into really what it takes when you look at the stages of a business, moving from startup, which is that launch stage, to the next stage, which is building and scale up. The big part And I'm sure Ty would agree with me is that finding that market and really penetrating that market. Right. Absolutely. Kimberly. And so you've got to go from, you know, uh, it's it's almost like when you're thinking of scale, scaling your marketing, going from a one to one like networking opportunity from a one to many, a one to kind of an exponential reach. Right. Absolutely. And so when we're talking about um, marketing and and reaching that target market and kind of looking at different media resources and channels to do that, I wanted to bring Ty in because she has such an incredible background in entertainment and radio and TV um, and really so many small business owners and entrepreneurs need to start thinking like media companies, but they really don't know um, where to start. So I guess what I, I want to start with, Ty, is just tell us a little bit about you and your background in this whole entertainment media space. Wow, we need about three hours <laughs> since we don't have <laughs> enough time. <laughs> uh, so I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and um, I found at 14, I found myself homeless. Wow. Raising a one-year-old boy, which was my little brother. Wow. And I raised my brother until he was 17. Wow. So I had a one-year-old child at 14 years old. Amazing. Raising him, right? So um, obviously in Los Angeles, people are very um, entrepreneurial and very progressive. They go and get it. So by the time I was 16... I was introduced to the pager and cellular phone business where I started buying phone numbers wholesale and reselling those phone numbers to people who had beepers and all that good stuff. So I bought back in the day, back in the day, I bought, I bought phone numbers at a dollar per number and resold, released them rather for $15 a month. Amazing. So by the time I was like, 
I think I was about 19, 20. I was making about $12,000 a month, literally wholesaling beeper <laughs> numbers, right? So you were like, this is a good gig. This, this is, is a, a good, good gig. gig. Well, I had to turn everything into a piece of chicken. I okay? know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where entrepreneurship <laughs> starts. Basically a need. You got to eat. You got to eat. So um, that bug of volume started to get into my head. Mm -hmm. So obviously in L.A., I started networking with independent record labels who were trying to get their music into stores. So I said, wow, you know, volume, this is like distribution. Right, exactly. And what I was doing was sort of distribution, but (laughs) numbers, right? So I caught that distribution bug. Right. So I started uh, building relationships with uh, retail stores and all these different swap meets and all this to get product into those stores. And the product was <laughs> music CDs and DVDs, Okay, like independent movies. They make small little movie companies and so forth. So I pretty much had the connection on getting your small products into the little mom and pop shops, okay. if you will. So then I uh, decided I wanted to move to the East Coast. And at that time, I met a young man who was from D.C. We talked about D.C. Right. Uh, I met him in Beverly Hills at a nightclub. And uh, he saw my store. And he wanted to open a store like this in D.C. So oh, I wow. said, okay, you know, whatever. So I moved to D.C. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and my grandmother took care of my brother for a while. And he'd go back and forth with my grandmother and my mother what have you. So uh, I opened a store in D.C. and I had that for about two and a half years, but I knew I wanted to get to New York City. So D.C. was like that middle ground. Right. So I left my partner with the store and all the equipment for the ESN readers, all the technology for the uh, pagers or what have you. And I moved to New York City with five girls and roommate it with them and opened a little office in New York City on 27th and 5th and started my music business consulting company. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> yes. Well, see, I was fearless, right? Once you're on your own, you lose all that fear. I agree. Right? So if you have, if you're coddled, you'll never do that. I agree. Right? So, I mean, literally, I jump off of a 50-foot cliff, you know, into a water hole, right? So... Either way, in New York City, it was great because I had a lot of relationships in Los Angeles and I networked those people to the contacts that I made in New York. And fast forward, I met a guy who um, currently has Akon and Lady Gaga in New York City because I was working with some of the Atlanta artists who were flying from Atlanta to New York City. So he convinced me this is way before he had those artists to move to Atlanta and help him build his record label. So I decided to stay on my own, but I moved. We I moved down there, shared an apartment with him, and I went on my own or what have you. And basically, I started consulting independent labels, independent video game companies, independent uh, movie, little small movie houses or what have you, and did that for like uh, 13 years. So when you say consult, when, when you say consult, um, give me a little bit of a taste of what you're talking about. And then we'll come back from the break and do a deeper dive. So basically, I would assist them in increasing their credibility, 
visibility platform to increase their profitability, like giving them all the tools and resources to help them to get their products, get more visibility and get more exposure for their products to get them into the store. So I would help them to create a demand for their supply and give them all the resources, if you will, to actually make that happen. All right. When we come back from the break, we're going to do a deeper dive in this kind of media company mentality. I'm going somewhere with this. I know it sounds crazy. Like, Kim, why are we talking about media distribution? Folks, if you're a small business and you want to scale, you have to think like a media company. We'll be right back. If you already have a proven business model but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. Everyone loves getting the royal treatment. It's a clear understanding of that simple fact that has enabled Royal Maid Service to grow from one location in 1992 to be one of the largest maid services in Florida. Now, Royal Maid Service is actively looking for the right entrepreneurs for franchise opportunities in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Jacksonville, and Bonita. Royal Maid Service was founded by an English couple and operates on the centuries-old tradition of proper English service. If you are a strong entrepreneur looking to provide superior service to discerning clients, Royal Maid Service would like to speak with you. Call 800-577-5947. Again, that's 800-577-5947 to speak with a representative. This advertisement is not an offer to sell a franchise. That offer can only be made through our franchise disclosure document. And we're back, and I'm talking with Ty Young of the Ty Young Media Group. And she was sharing her story, basically, of really how she became a media co- media company and really focusing on helping artists um, distribute their content. And she was just talking about how marketing is a key part of that. So can you just continue? Yeah. So when I was working with the independent labels, iTunes started to come on board into the market. CD Baby, all the online companies. I was about to go out of business. Of course. The stores were closing. And I, I also, I published a record label directory, which was a yellow pages of the urban music market. So all the A&R directors who signed acts, I had management companies, booking agencies specifically for the urban market. Those directories I had in a lot of stores as well, but stores were closing down. iTunes was taking over and CD Baby, all these other platforms, Napster came in. So I was terrified. That's when I learned to code. Awesome. Right? So I started to learn to code because I needed to build web platforms. And uh, fast forward, IPTV, OTT boxes started to uh, come to the market. So I learned to build those software development. Well, use those software development kits to actually develop channels on those 
uh, OTT platforms and the IPTV platforms as well. So I knew that the platforms were changing. I knew that cable was going to eventually, you know, phase out. But at the end of the day, you may have a platform, but you need you need visibility. Absolutely. Well, yes. Well, I let's pause there because you said a lot and our listening audience is probably clueless. IPTV, OTT. What is she talking <laughs> about? I am confused. So let's let's just pause because I want you to explain um, what those things are. But I do want for our listening audience to appreciate your story. You saw a disruption coming in your industry in the way content, the key content was distributed. You saw the digital transformation coming, right? Absolutely. And you decided to be proactive because the way you were going to get to your audience was changing. Your market was going to, their focus was going to be someplace else. Their attention was going to be someplace else. And you had to get where your market was. And so you did some things that were very smart. You learned how to code and you figured out what this IPTV and this OTT thing is. So could you explain, I know in layman's terms it might be hard, but for all of us, what that is and also the opportunity that it may present for a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs. Yeah, so if you're familiar with the Apple TV box, that's considered an OTT, which is over the top, over the top of your television. IPT is similar to Netflix. Netflix is an internet protocol television channel. So you get it through the internet. Is Hulu like IPTV? Hulu is IPTV as well. Now, Roku is IPTV as well. But Roku, Roku is also OTT because they have the boxes and they have televisions. Okay. And they're IPTV channels or smart apps. You can call those channels or apps in the television, in the smart TVs. But Roku decided to create their own TVs, their uh, private branded televisions, and their own private branded OTT boxes. So if you don't have a Roku TV, you can use one of the OTT boxes to plug into your current television to actually get the IPTV platform, which has thousands of channels. But the beauty of these channels... It's this this technology has leveled the playing field. Any person, anyone can have a channel on the IPTV platforms. That is amazing. As long as anyone, anyone can have it. As long as you have one, someone who can uh, use the software development kit to actually develop your channel. So it's clearly there are there are zero walls in between an individual and that platform. And that amazed me because when we first had this conversation, I was in a state of shock because I'm from D.C. land and it's regulatory land. And, you know, you can't have channels without getting licenses and all that other stuff. So when you said that to me, such a light bulb, because I mean, I just assumed that you would have to go through all of this kind of paperwork in order to do that. But you're telling me that's not the case. See, this is why the the FCC or the Internet providers, well, with, along with the Internet providers, are trying to slow down certain, um, uh, what do you call it, connections, if you will, because they're now competing so much in that space. Right. The Internet, you don't need cable with the Roku box. 
You don't need cable with an Apple TV box or a Google Chrome uh, product or what have you. So Internet protocol television, pretty much they're they're taking over. Cable is slowly disappearing because of the, um, number one, the metrics are there. So like Nielsen ratings aren't true ratings. But with data from the Internet, you can collect that data so you know who's watching your shows. So this is this is the transition. So do you have uh, any data about the demographics that are looking at IPTV? Like I would imagine the older folks are not probably on there yet. But is it the millennials? Is it the Gen Zers? Is it? The funny Gen thing, Xers? baby boomers are buying the IPTV and OP, OTTV platforms because they're so ex- inexpensive. You yeah. buy the box one time and there are no monthly fees. I know. I was telling my mom, I was like, please get rid of, please get rid of cable and we can connect you and you can, you can use the same channels because she only looks at five. You know what I right. mean? Right. And, and the globe, because cable is limited in those other countries, so it's global. So people who with internet that access, they're able to access millions of channels. That is amazing. At zero cost. Okay. Well, that almost sounds too good be good good to be true. Sure. So let's come back from the break and mm-hmm. dive deeper into what it takes to get that channel set up. Yep. And when you say zero cost, yep. what does that mean? Because clearly somebody to has to do the work. Zero cost to access those channels, rather, okay. if you are an owner of a box. Okay, okay, now or I a television. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about how to create your own channel when we yeah. come back from the break. Absolutely. Thank you. Yay. We'll be right back. It's a new day for business owners and entrepreneurs as Washington, D.C.-based New Day Consulting Systems is proud to announce their new location in South Florida. To celebrate, you're invited to their launch celebration and franchising 101 seminar on Saturday, July 28th from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Northwest Regional Library in Coral Springs. All registered attendees will be entered to win $1,500 in free consulting services as a thank you to all who've welcomed New Day to the area. Please register at the website, NewDayConsultingSystems.com, and join us on July 28th to celebrate and see how to make every new day a great day for your business. Everyone loves getting the royal treatment. It's a clear understanding of that simple fact that has enabled Royal Maid Service to grow from one location in 1992 to be one of the largest maid services in Florida. Now, Royal Maid Service is actively looking for the right entrepreneurs for franchise opportunities in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Jacksonville, and Bonita. Royal Maid Service was founded by an English couple and operates on the centuries-old tradition of proper English service. If you are a strong entrepreneur looking to provide superior service to discerning clients, Royal Maid Service would like to speak with you. Call 800-577-5947. Again, that's 800-577-5947 to speak with a representative. This advertisement is not an offer to sell a franchise. That offer can only be made through our franchise disclosure document. And we are back, and I am. Ta- this is Kim Bonner with Business Skill Insights, and I'm having an interview with the lovely Ty Young of Ty hey, Young Kim. Media Group, and she is really just sharing with all of us how there's been this sea change in your ability to really be kind of a a media company if you're a business owner and. She was talking about the difference between IPTV and OTT 
and like Roku and Netflix and Hulu and how um, as a business owner, you could possibly have your own channel. So I wanted you to go a little bit deeper into that. Yeah. So let's say you're an attorney and you are looking to present your content or information to your your uh, prospects or prospects out there. You can actually let's let's say you specialize in franchises, right? Which you do. You can actually develop a franchise channel, the franchise channel, and have someone like myself de- design, develop, code that channel, upload it to the Roku system or the Apple TV servers or what have you, because I'm a certified developer, so I get access to their servers to upload those software development kits, customized packages or what they are called. So I'd customize your brand, build a virtual set. You can shoot it, stream live to any location in addition to having that show uploaded on the OTT as well as stream that show to all of those streaming platforms as well. And you can you can also sell commercials as well within your channel. That's amazing. But that sounds like it's a lot. I mean, that sounds like it's an incredible amount of work. I'm sure that's the reason why people reach out to you because um, as a business owner, just thinking about what it would take to have a channel running six hours, let alone 24 hours, and the kind of content that you're producing um, must be very, I would imagine that. Well, I could build a channel in about three days. Are you serious? Absolutely. With the content, though? With, well, with, is, if you have the content, well, we can actually stream live on your channel as opposed to producing the whole show and and uh, then replaying it. You can actually stream live to your channel on Roku, on Apple TV, on your own app, like HBO Go, like TLC Go, like literally on your mobile phone. This technology has changed everything. The playing field has been leveled. Wow. So you're saying for the for the listening audience, let's just get this clear. If you are um, if you are an attorney or a CPA or you are a restaurant or you own a hair salon, what does that mean practically for them? They might not want an entire channel, but are you saying there are advertising opportunities out there or they could create their own show? I'd say the the way to uh, build that relationship with their customers is to out-teach your competition. I agree. So I'd educate my clients on the market or the, the subject matter within my show. Just this show that you're doing, if it were visual instead of radio or in addition to radio. So say you produce your radio show and you'd go straight to your studio and produce the TV uh, piece of this, but it would stream to all the major platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Periscope, in addition to streaming live on the OTT platform, Roku, Amazon Fire, Google Chromecast, Apple TV. That I know it's so amazing, but it's literally technology has changed the game. What I want um, the listening audience to take away from this is one piece that you said that nailed it. And I, I think a lot of traditional Fortune 500 companies are missing it. Teaching is the new marketing. Absolutely. So if you go, I'm addicted to YouTube. I don't know if you are, but if sure. I want to, and I've been addicted since it actually started. Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> because if I, if I want to learn anything on uh, anything, I just go, I don't Google Love it. Love it. I YouTube it 
And then I get a YouTube. And many of these people are not even influencers. They just started doing something that they love. And they now, love mind to share. you, I learned to code on my own. I went to I went to college one year and dropped out. So I'm not a college graduate. I taught myself how to code. Many people. You're, Literally. You're right. So the tools, like you said, I'm agreeing with you about YouTube. And there's so many tools out there to actually learn how to do this. So what I would do for the listeners, I would say go to Roku.com. Go to AppleTV.com and get more information on the platform so they can see what the platform right. is But that's about. not what I was getting at. Uh-oh. What I was getting at was... The teaching is the new marketing. True. A lot of people are recognizing a lot of, well, I shouldn't say, a lot of up and coming companies recognize that if they can get folks who um, know how to teach very well about their brand. So when it comes to hair care yep. or when it comes to beauty, sure, uh, the beauty industry has been flipped because they don't they don't need a star yep. to put on land. They have Mag- influencers. They have influencers yep. that are playing with the products and teaching people this is how you put on your blush. This is how you put on your foundation. And it's selling those those items like hotcakes. Absolutely. But a lot of other industries have not figured out what the beauty industry has realized. Yep. And maybe that's because the beauty industry has historically been, you know, I hate to say this, but be female dominated, community dominated, network word of mouth, mm-hmm. girl, I tried this lipstick yeah. and da da da. And so it's it that community has really led the way and punched it out when it comes to these new ways of marketing. And I guess yeah. what I want to leave our our audience with is if this is what you want to do, if you think IPTV and OTT and all this other stuff is is for you to think differently about how you market, not in a push pull, way. Pull marketing. A, I love your I love your website. Pull marketing. Clearly. Clarify, teach help your yep. customers solve a problem and you will really move forward. Let, let, let's share in, since we don't have that much time left, if someone wants you to create their Roku channel for them, how can they get in contact with you? Yes, they can go to my website, which is tymediagroup.com, tymediagroup.com or iptvbusiness.com iptvbusiness.com. Wonderful. And I have to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. And until the next show, I hope you have a tremendous amount of success. Take care. You have been listening to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. That's businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Bonner with Business Scale Insights.